Welcome, reanimated fans, to this week's episode. Um, we're going to be talking about the remainder of the Resident Evil series that aired on Netflix um, a few weeks ago, and uh, we're, we're sort of motoring through it because um, work is getting a little busy, so I'll be I'll be out of pocket for a bit. But also because there's a lot of fun content coming up, but we want we want to be able to cover that. Um, so. Without further ado, I am here in Brooklyn. I'm H.A. Conrad. Here's my intrepid co-host, Stuart Tiffin. Hello, Stuart. Hey, hi. Hello, hello. Um, and we really had to get through a lot of episodes uh, to do this this week. I think but... this was a record. This was yeah. five hours of TV we watched for this episode of the podcast. Yeah, this is a lot. Um, but I don't regret this decision now that I know everything. Um, but... You know, before we get into that, we do have a couple of news items. Um, one which just honestly gives me a few nightmares. Um, and so we'll we'll dive into that and then we'll we'll talk about Resident Evil and we'll wrap up that that review. Um so the first thing up is that uh there is this whole article that uh scientists at Rice University have created little necrotic zombie spiders. Um so basically they like had these little they, they they took these zombie sorry these spider corpses and injected like air and some other stuff into them and made them into these little like gripper things the video is incredibly disturbing um but yeah that that was that happened um what did you think when you saw the video Stuart? yeah that's uh yeah definitely nightmare fuel very freaky that's definitely a dead spider and then they're just making it hold stuff like raspberries well, I mean, like the whole thing about the spiders is that similar to ants, they can they're like grouping power and they're they're able to like do a lot of things that they shouldn't be able to do for their size. So their strength is like kind of crazy, um, which I guess is why Spider-Man. Right. But um, yeah, I don't know what they're planning to do with said research, but I am disturbed by their demonstration video. Um, I don't think I need to see that again, but, um, you know scientists uh man <laughs> they get the job done i guess yeah um and you know i think everybody's kind of like um you know everybody's kind of taking being a little like silly about him being like aha super you know there's an origin story and all this kind of thing um and so basically they're um I don't know what they're planning to do with this and what they would like, you know, they're like, Oh, well they could do this better than any kind of synthetic gripping and things like that. But it's like, but what exactly would you, I don't know what exactly. So next they have to grow giant spiders and then kill them and then put their bodies to work in car factories. But then one of the spiders will get away when it's enlarged and we'll have a, a new world order. Right. But one of the things that they mentioned is that, Oh, we could, you know, use them to capture and collect smaller insects and other de- specimens without damaging them. And I'm like, does that really come up all that often? Is there really not any other I mean, isn't way? Isn't there like this thing called the vacuum cleaner for that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like, anyway, so there is that lovely story. Um, next up, uh, the interview with the vampire 2022 series. Uh, they released uh, the trailer, the teaser trailer, whatever you might call it. There's definitely some reimagining going on, um, which I think that the story at face could use a bit of updating anyway. So I'm I'm 
kind of excited to see what they do with this. Um, I it feels very much like an AMC production. I don't know what you felt about it, Stuart, but you know, but it looks nice. It looks it looks like what I expected it to look like. Yeah, there you can tell like there's some real familiarity with the the story that's going to be going like the general plot seems yeah. quite familiar. I think they've just tweaked some of the characters um, to make them maybe a little less homogenous uh, and. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting. I I am mildly excited. I think is probably the wrong word. I'm I'm interested. I am uh, I anticipate this. Uh, I think that I'm going to be eager to watch it, but I don't know if I'm going to like it. If that's a feeling yeah. that, that has a word, <laughs> uh, you know, I have the same feeling, and so maybe I'm a little less eager to watch it because I'm afraid it's going to be terrible, but. Maybe it'll be great. Um, I admit I was not psyched about the film. Um, so... We've just been burnt before. So that's, I think, tempering some of our expectations here. Yep. Um, but um, yeah, so we'll. that's out in October, which, you know, time for Halloween, although I think it's early October. Oh, October 2nd. Yeah, which is a great time to come out because there'll be plenty of other stuff. It's not a great time in that respect, but we have just we have a lot of good stuff coming up. Uh, and then another announcement was made, which is more marketing for Walking Dead, but they're having like a an hour long special with Chris Hardwick. Um, it's like a Talking Dead format, maybe it's next Sunday, August 7th, and uh, they will be previewing a lot of the stuff that's coming up in the universe, such as uh, Tales of the Walking Dead and I believe uh, Isle of the Dead, wa- uh, other Walking Dead Prime updates. Uh, so, so there will so be are some they, are they previewing it or are they just talking about it is that the idea like they're just trying to tease up expectations because i'm really yeah. not into those kinds of shows it kind of bothers me especially I when I... we're so close to tales of the walking dead to be on tv it doesn't feel like we need more anticipation for that um no but that's kind of what they do with that show especially and yeah. i don't know i'm just not a fan and i just don't care enough but um that's just me um but if people are oh they're bringing back dave navarro he hasn't oh no some celebrity super fans in, featured include uh, so they have had dave navarro on the show I, I famously i remember him because he was the, like the only guest of the show who's ever um criticized it uh, on, on the air because uh, he, he came on in uh, season two the first yep. season of, of talking dead and was like there aren't enough zombies <laughs> I'm hey, surprised but... that they're name dropping him here as like a, a, a someone that they had on the show because usually I, I think it's contractually obligated that you are only like glowing in your uh, descriptions. I would be more of a fan if they were not. Um, yeah, like, and I guess that has soured me on the show too. Chris Hardwick now just feels not unlike one of those spiders with a syringe in its back. Correct. Correct. So maybe he is. Maybe we don't know what's really happening behind the scenes. Um, but, you know, but anyway, I am excited to, do, to see the show. So don't, you know, don't mistake that. And, um, and all, another note is, you know, they're going to be talking about the new um, Rick and uh, Michonne show. But another show that is, again, not here is Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> they have just, oh, it's no, like really? they've disowned it. Uh, well, they they're just, but, I mean, maybe it'll come up, but they're just not talking about it. Um, I might have to watch this just for that to see if it actually comes up at all. Hmm. It sounds like a drinking game to me. Um, 
<laughs> just to like see if they they do anything with that. What do you um, drink for every second they're not talking about it? I I think that would just be a fool's errand. Um anyway. Um all right. So, um maybe you I don't know. There's no good way to make that a drinking game. No, I um, don't think so. All right. Uh so next up is our review overview of Resident Evil, the rest of it. So this is episodes four through eight, which, yeah. is, which is the full the full shebang. Um, yeah. And okay, so I know that the ratings are still. I checked them; and they were still pretty low. I think they were kind of the same as the last time. They I haven't checked. really changed. I think it's kind of settled um, in. And well, now that I have watched it, I do understand some of the criticism. Um, but, the but, legitimate criticism maybe but not the one stars right but I still do not think that this is like a one star thing I overall it kept to it it kind of stuck to its guns in terms of being to me like this popcorn action silly to some extent campy um, on the verge of ridiculous at times um, kind of fun summer horror ride um and so there's definitely some things in here that just would bother me for any kind of show or 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 movie for that matter but overall i still think it was a lot of fun um and i don't think that these one star reviews i really i have to give a side eye to those um so yeah Yeah. so that's where that's where that's where i am as my sort of like overall thought on I, th- the I think this was a hard show to binge i don't feel like it had whatever that quality uh of of a bingeable show is and i generally i think it's like really cool um cliffhangers that make you have to watch the next episode yeah uh, and there were there was one or two episodes in this five episode stretch that we watched that were not not great um and so that really kind of takes the energy out of it uh, so yeah, it was tough to watch all five of these back to back. I'm with you there. It was really though, I think only one episode that I thought episode five, I think yeah. was the one that I was just like, yeah, oh, I'm bored. That one, was, that one was definitely boring. You're right. Um, so yeah. Um, but, but as a whole and, and definitely compared to some other things we have seen, I just thought that this did some really like, it was just silly and fun and, and, kept in line, kept that storyline going, brought back some things from the the whole sort of film franchise. Um, I think it kept things somewhat fresh. And even some of the most ridiculous things were ridiculous, but kind of like, you know, okay, that's where you're going with it. That's that's fascinating. Go for it. You know? And so anyway, I I still don't agree with these. This like it's something like a fifty percent Rotten Tomatoes review, and and it's like an yeah. overall like two point five, which I really no, sorry, there's definitely something going on there. Yeah, um, the fifty two is from critics. It's twenty six from the audience, and those are the ones who have really been just coming in to to crap on it. Um, like people even say like I set up, I started an account here just so that I could come and give this a one star review. Yeah. And, you know, there's been interestingly, like a lot of, a lot of reviews that, um, are, are like basically saying, don't, don't listen to these other crazy people. And I just, um, I kind of agree with that. And so I, it just makes me wonder about really who those one star reviews are. So anyhow, 
let's uh let's let's go into it um so um we last left off um this is this is episode four the turn and this is when we're still kind of seeing whether billy is infected or not they've given been given kind of a clock and you know billy's having moments of weirdness here and there um and you know i like i will say i guess this isn't this is a typical teenager thing to do but if you think you're going to turn into a total psychopath i don't know that this is the path i would go down in terms of the things i would do but this to me i I'm, i feel like this is a bit of a trope to go to a party when you're mm-hmm. when the world is ending i mean it happens in the movie was that virus the one with the yeah. worms the zombie worms yep yep they totally go to a party and that's kind of where things go very badly for them and the party actually doesn't go super badly for them in this case other than Angel shows up and then they and like the fact that billy's been bitten becomes a little more of less of a secret that's the only real negative outcome because otherwise billy throws uh some sick skateboard tricks mm-hmm. mostly it just kind of kicks off some of the drama that we run into in episode five too, because then Billy's like, Oh, you were more interested in Simon than you were in watching my sick skateboard trick that, that yeah, I did. And she's mad about it. And um, that, that is um, just a big downer on, on the story. So yeah, that kind of begins that narrative, which is not cool. Yeah. Um, I, you know, my thing was, is that they know they do understand that there is a chance she might just go- totally lose it. Um, and hurt other people, but decide to go to the party anyway. I guess that's a teenager thing because, you know, Billy just wants to live one last night or something. Jade does try to talk her out of it. Yeah. Sort and of, but not, not, not very hard enough. And, no. and so then they're there and all, you know, and there's also like, I don't know. I think that, you know, ultimately it worked out well. I did sort of, I did like the element about the, the fact that, um, you know, when they're tracked down by, by Angel, he is like basically he's tracking them down but it's like this creepy like to from their point of view it's this creepy dude that's tracking them down so i I he has serious creepy vibes this guy does not understand what he's putting out there no and and so they're uh, like that totally makes sense to me the fact that they would like run away and all this other stuff and it's like he tracked them down using social media it's like ooh stalkery dude you know so i kind of liked that element and the fact that that's how they played that um and of course he gets taken by you know umbrella's been tracking him all on and he gets taken by them into into the lab it's um, kind of laughable that now is when umbrella's uh, security yeah. decides to kick in because it's so far it's been pretty much a joke like simon can defeat as we see throughout all of these episodes simon is running circles around their security which is with his cell phone and an i an apple watch like mm-hmm. it's just sad no i but, know but if uh-huh. angel you know parks his van and looks at instagram for 20 seconds they can get a photo of his face from like a very low angle which suggests that there's a camera like in his window <laughs> anyway i just thought that was hilarious i mean he does give them some key information and basically is like telling them that umbrella is evil and that the, what happened to the original raccoon city and all of that but you know he's doing it in such a way that i think that they're questioning his sanity and lots of other things so so there's that um and then um we also have the alternate timeline going on the future timeline in 2036 happening and we get a lot more with uh, jade and baxter and um 
there's something that we have never seen before in this particular like like there's like a whole kind of weird work camp where they're using the zombies to to do like you know kind of like hard labor but they're organized by this strange zombie with a i don't know what it's like she's got a cry or a neck thing or something uh going on where she's able to organize them and of course jade is like what the heck is that um and it's funny because the zeros have a lot of like weird growths on them and the way that they've done the makeup there are bulges and lumps all over these people but she somehow is able to pick out this like giant neck tumor on the mother zero and it's like it's the you know she, like, this comes clear in, in a couple episodes it's this growth on her i've never seen anything like it i'm like well uh, i feel like we, i've seen a lot of those and they're usually on people's eyeballs and it's everywhere and i'm not sure how you were able to pick this one out as being different yeah but i mean uh, clearly the mother zero behavior tips her off that there's something right. going on i thought this was this was a good twist to have it's like it drives forward her like her mission um absolutely the best part of this episode is Baxter's killing yes. spree. He's killing spree, but also, you know, you're he's they are uneasy allies because he's just like, okay, we got to get out of here. I mean, he still does have a mission um, because, you know, as long as he has her, you know, and I don't, I don't think she has any doubt that he'll turn her in the minute they get out of there. Um, but at least for the moment, they're going to she's going to they're going to use each other. Um, but he's definitely comic relief. Um, you don't believe anything he says. He talks about his kids, then he talks about his dogs. Like, it's it's very like just as like r- the reason why he's allied himself with um, Umbrella, and so. But he is. This is just a very ridiculous and silly way for them to get out. And you know, he pops up at really great opportune moments when it gets a little too dark. Um, so I thought he was fantastic. Um, yeah, he's. Uh, and I just the choreography for this like musical death montage that he gets is fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. He just he slays, and he, he looks good doing it. And I'm just like, man, this is unexpected. It was unexpected for me for him to have that moment. Um, it was not unexpected that he would get eaten at the bottom of a ladder when he's like, "Pull me up, Jade." Oh, I know. I was like, that's <laughs> not gonna happen. That's definitely not going to happen. I don't care how Um, strong she is. Well, he wants her to give up the head of the weird zombie woman. Um, So there's that part, too. Um, So that is, you know, that that is another another thing. Um, What did you think about the Brotherhood, though? Because they are kind of like just incredibly creepy. Yeah, but uh, underdeveloped, I would say. I mean, they they get less than half, and they get less than an episode. So there's yeah, nothing. What can you do with that? Well, that's what I was gonna say. But it's like they kind of built this whole thing up with them. So I was like, oh, maybe they're gonna get a little bit more into what they are like and why they're like this. But oh no, they were just basically window dressing to get them into this situation so Baxter could shine. They're religious wackos. Yeah. Um, they like the chainsaw up live live food for the mother zero. And I think that's what, you know, Baxter and uh, Jade can expect to happen to them too. So it's a good thing that they got out of there, yep. but the, their, the brotherhood is kind of like very simply eliminated. Um, if not by their own zombies, then by umbrella who shows up later. Well, at the end of this right. episode and into the next one. Yeah. Um, all right. 
I think that's kind of all I have for this uh, episode four. Um, There's obviously like 45 minutes of content here. Oh, you know what? Mother Zero has a Guar t-shirt on, which I thought was nice. Oh, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. And Um, uh, yeah. So let's hop hop into the next episode, which is the home movies. And I think my least favorite. Thumbs down. Yeah. Lots of sister Um, drama. Yeah. The, the only good part about all the sister drama that happens in this is the long period of time that Simon is on FaceTime and is held on mute. Yeah, that was actually kind of funny. I mean, I do I do like that, you know, some of the things about um, you know, they're they're back at the house, they're discovering some things about their dad. I do like that sort of, you know, mystery that they're discovering all these things that their dad is something that that they did not anticipate. Um, I did not anticipate some of the things that he turned out to be. <laughs> uh, I I did not either. Um, though I will also say, like, look, he's been taking blood from them forever. I feel like they should something should have tipped them off that things were not right. Yeah. Um Also, the other thing is, is that like, okay, they they make a lot of the fact that this this whole house has like a secret basement. I don't know any kid that doesn't like kind of explore their house like. I don't know. It just doesn't seem realistic to me that they wouldn't have explored this house a little bit more. But it has a hidden, it's a totally hidden door, like even with an RFID lock. But what I'm curious about is I feel like we've had scenes of Albert in this basement lab in previous episodes, like when his kids were home. How has he not accidentally walked out of the wall in the kitchen? When they're there, right? Yeah. Um, I do like a couple of the little like things. The fact that Simon's so familiar with these floor plans in Raccoon, New Raccoon City that he's <laughs> the one that kind of figures this out, which is fine. This um, is yeah. This is part of the the idi- um, idiocy of this character and his ability to just hack everything all the time. Right. But you know they use him for a little bit of knowledge just about like all the the security cameras that are in each house. Which, by the way, if you're him, aren't you thinking that that's pretty creepy? You know, and their dad is looking at them on these cameras. There's still this worry about um, about Billy being infected and like going to go crazy. And so you know, and and he's he's back at the you know umbrella lab and he's tasked with torturing um, Angel um, because you know he's now and and you know the guy made a pretty big mistake in sort of tipping off their dad that he knew about the girls so now he's really committed to making sure that he does not live yeah um, i wrote down so, in my notes i know your daughter is, is apparently the incorrect passphrase to uh to be yeah. friends with albert because he just starts beating him up yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah. um so you know that stuff but that they just made this was just so long and they made things just they drew them out this whole like my 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 own my thought as they were like kind of going to this house trying to find the clues is that if they had actually gotten the emergency email from albert to get out and to find this bag and to find this clue it would it apparently would not have been very urgent because it takes them like forever to right. figure all this out so it's like that you come on are you really doing things and leaving things like with a musical like key like well, apparently the moonlight sonatas is a throwback to the game i guess so it no, was a pu- i know i know it was but i was just like oh this is like ridiculous but yes like in the half of the time the extra time it's taking them is when they have to like low crawl around all these cameras and it's, it's just it slows everything down and if i have an overarching criticism of this storyline the new new raccoon city storyline 2022 it's that it actually like it seems to slow down as the as the series goes on whereas the and i've already said this on one of you know our previous 
podcast. I, I prefer the 2036 storyline. It's got more action. It's more exciting. And that kind of keeps up the pace for the most part. Actually, I think it does. And it, even when it slows down, it's for good reason for the most part. Uh, this one is just, I, I feel like the pacing ends up being its biggest enemy in, in this 2022 storyline. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's a lot that goes on here, but, you know, the fact that what they get to see like a video, which is basically, you know, more stuff. No, it's Lisa Trevor. Which it, is it's Lisa Trevor, good. which which is super disturbing. And if you found this on your dad's laptop, you know, you would be like, oh, my gosh. And you, you know, hear your dad's voice, even if you don't see his face, because I think right. that was the Blade version of Albert Wesker. Yes, it was. Um, And so, you know, that's pretty disturbing. But then it all gets burned up and like their dad shows up and it's sort of like, oh, what did you there, Can we talk though are... for a sec about it all burns up? It's easy to just trip past that, but all they do is unplug a computer and right. it locks the doors and sets off a flamethrower uh, incineration yeah. device. Yeah. And it's like, damn, dude, you might want to have at least a, a bit of a fail safe in there to make sure you don't accidentally, you know, if you, if you were to trip over a cord or you're moving your keyboard and something gets unplugged, maybe maybe you don't have the flamethrowers go off uh, quite so easily. Immediately, right? I, I mean, there's got to be a way to do a counter passkey or something, but... Um, Anyway, no, agreed. Um, but it's also what I thought was fun, like not funny, but kind of funny is that, you know, then he shows up and it's like, oh, we burned down your lab. But there's like, I mean, I, I know there's lots of other things going on, but, you know, I think I'd be pretty scared of my dad at that point <laughs> after having seen the Lisa Trevor stuff. And maybe and I think they are, but it's just a, an incredibly weird interaction. And, you know, I, I know that they like start to question him about their origins and they're like very worried about it. Um, but you know, you hear this stuff from your dad. I don't know. Like, I don't know that you would stay there or I, I think I, it feels like they probably would have run away or something like that. I don't know. Maybe I guess they still trust him, but I think it would be kind of hard to trust him at this point. Um, and so well, they kind of I, I guess I, I kind of lost the plot a little bit at the end of this episode where they part ways. He's going back to to work to kill on hell. Yeah. Um, to like clear their or maybe that's so that they can stay there. Uh so they're no longer under suspicion. But yeah, they're in a very weird place in their relationship, obviously. Um, like getting told by your dad, I edited your DNA while you were an embryo and you could speak Spanish when you were four years old, etc. You're just like cool um yeah thanks dad i guess also why are you a monster right um then there's also the um the fact that umbrella is aware of their origin and so it's like i i don't know like like it feels like i don't know that umbrella would be allowing them to run around free but maybe that was a deal they made with him um and then on the other end of things and this is at the very end of the episode um jade is captured by um an umbrella unit and then there's this whole dramatic thing where the the person sort of capturing her turns out to be her sister billy um yeah. and that was the only part of i feel like 2036 that's in this episode is like her getting yeah. ra- rolled up as soon as she leaves the bunker and it's billy and it was like the beginning of the episode and the end of the episode so there's well, very and- little 2036 to uh, to speed up this this uh, episode of the show Right. And I think that's why it was my least favorite, honestly. Yeah. So, yeah. Probably there too. Uh, Episode six was Someone's Little Girl. 
Um, and here we have Wesker going back again to Umbrella. I feel like every time he does this, it's more dangerous. And this time it is because he gets arrested. Uh, yep. He puts um, a lot of joy and some Alzheimer's drug is what he's telling mm-hmm. Evelyn he's going to do. He puts that into on hell and uh, then he immediately dies. Uh, and, and Evelyn, you know, as you might imagine, then decides that Wesker is probably a mole uh, yeah. and has him arrested. Well, and, they, and before he kills him, he makes on hell. He asks on hell if anybody knows about the girls and he says no. And so and I think on hell is clear that he's going to die here. But, you know, I think he's doing this maybe as a quicker way, but it's not exactly a good way to die. Like he's convulsing. It's bad. It um, doesn't look, it doesn't look pain-free. When you think about Angel Rubio and his uh, motivation for leaving Tijuana and going to South Africa, mm. it's basically the show kind of wants us to think that it's because he's a conspiracy theorist and his dad thinks he's a joke and he can't pay rent. So that's like, his is, motivation. Is it's that kind of motivation weird. enough to go on a suicide mission to New Raccoon City, I guess? No, I don't think it is. No, agreed. Agreed. Um, and, you know, we do have a couple of tidbits um, from Evelyn that she paid off anybody that had talked to, to Angel to basically, you know, cover up the tracks of, of Umbrella. And so... And and we saw that because there was like some interview with a woman whose husband had died as in one of these incidents. Um, and he seems like almost surprised that this was like an umbrella motivated thing that happened that like somehow they weren't powerful enough to do this. It was like actually kind of weird. But um, I, I agree with you. I just don't think the motivation for him to be like traipsing around and destroying his whole life is there. Um, it, it probably would have made more sense if somebody very closely tied to him like a significant other had been impacted by this and that's i was actually kind of surprised that they didn't go that route like a, a wee huey sort of uh plot right yeah from the boys yeah. um yeah so that would have that would have worked a little bit better in in 2036 billy lets jade go which is clearly a trap like it was so clearly a trap yeah. Uh, but Jade, I guess, is kind of dumb and she starts to act pretty dumb in this episode. Yeah. Uh, future Jade. And that's like this is the thing that really I, if if anything drove me crazy, this was part of it because they make a lot out of the two girls being so close, knowing each other's thoughts, uh, knowing each other's behavior, even if that's like a negative behavior. It sure, and, well, it sure feels like Billy knows Jade's thoughts, even though they haven't well, seen each other in years. Correct. But, you know, it should go the other way around as well. And and they make so much of that. And then it's just like, why on if you know that this is like a company that has all this capability of tracking and other things and you know that they're like embedding different things. And I mean, I guess that that was sort of the 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 ruse was that she dug it out of her arm to act as if she was helping her. And made this whole story up, but it was like incredibly manipulative to me. It was like very, very clear that that's what this was. Yeah, it was super clear. Um, and it just for somebody as savvy as Jade, it was hard for me to swallow that she believed this. Really. As savvy as she's supposed to be, anyway. Right. Billy also says something that's uh, troubling continuity wise for me in this uh, conversation. She says, "Dad died asking for you." Uh, unless she's talking about Bert, I don't. And she calls him Bert later. So I don't know if she would call Bert dad, but yeah. we see Albert die in episode eight. Right, right. Right. I mean, we don't, but 
it doesn't look good for him. Um, so I'm not sure what that means because Jade reacts like, what? No. And then she tells Arjun later, dad, my dad's dead. I'm like, yeah, yeah. he died. He died like when you were 14. I mean, right. Okay. And that's, uh, I mean, all I can think it's, you know, I agree with you because I caught on to that too. And I was like, okay, so did they somehow like, were they, did they feel about, by, about like Bert this way somehow, but, or is there something that we missed and they cut, which is entirely possible, but they I don't know definitely how- work this in after the fact, you know, and say, yeah. well, they, you know, because they don't actually, and this is another oh, major right. gripe for the series or this season is that they don't finish that storyline in 2022, nope. or they don't take it to a, a place that I would consider to be finished. Yeah. Even like cliffhanger finished it's right it's just kind of out there and there's there's definitely a few holes like as we get into the the end of this and so um there's a lot that they kind of gloss over or expect you to just kind of assume certain things so um another uh thing that they kind of just throw out there and then Evelyn says later, like, oh, a freighter, what a good hiding spot. And I'm like, this is the most obvious place for them to be in the apocalypse. How many functional freighter ships are there right now? Well, and this is the university's like expert thing. hiding place. And it's massive. And the thing that I just kept and I thought about this even, you know, the last it's like okay, so they've got this big thing, they talk a lot about the university, all this thing, all this stuff. The only um, sort of organization that really has the capability of like drones of other stuff is Umbrella. Yeah, and uh, like there's just to me there is no way they would not have discovered this thing out there in the ocean. You know what I mean? Like like it feels weird that they wouldn't have. So I find this to be really truly implausible, but implausible. But but that's another sort of great. Also, um, if they're in a freighter, why couldn't they have just sailed closer to Dover and picked her up instead of having her go right? to Calais? Right? Like it's on the same body of water. Right, right. <laughs> it's a very strange thing. I thought the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so like that but it is what it is. And so, you know, and we we've got like um a whole like thing with the freighter where it's like i don't know um there's there's the idea that this um that this university in addition to sort of collecting um the detritus from the old time like they're basically trying to preserve paintings and culture and books and that kind of thing but in addition to that they have apparently very advanced science labs on this freighter with not unlimited materials but basically everything they need to do and jade jade does like a lot of um experiments on this and that's hence apparently that's why she was in the field that's why she brings this head back and you know i like i don't know like did you think that that was something that would make sense i don't know it feels like they're trying to make this university and i guess you know it's a just a floating university but given what we've seen of this world it felt weird that they would even make progress on certain things given the dearth of supplies yeah i mean they they make they make a spit surrogate which it turns out they don't even need to because jade can just spit in a petri dish and uh and you know synthesize or, or you know catalyze these uh enzymes that they've pulled out of 
the mother zero's neck tumor it's it's all gross it's all fairly um implausible but it also works and i kind of like the uh the, the gimmick that they pull off out of this with the uh the cologne versus yeah. for zombies i think it's a pretty cool idea that another thing that they do well in this episode is they show the shadow that they're towing behind the freighter and you're like what what's this yep. Yep. Uh, and i thought that was pretty deftly done like it's clearly a show in this case that was thinking ahead about like all right what are we gonna do in episode eight what's our <laughs> what's okay. one of our big end pieces gonna be uh and let's tease it in episode six and i thought that was pretty cool right i also you know I like, you know, the foreshadowing in this in terms of like her lab partner. Um, I, I, I expected Armita to die a lot sooner. <laughs> me too, actually. I Well, I actually thought it was going to be something related to the experiments they were doing. Yes. As soon as um, she left to go to the recital, I was like, well, it was nice knowing you, Armita. But they made it even worse because they I made know. it they made it 100 percent Jade's fault. Yep. Um, and again, this was that was one of those things that I was like, yeah, I don't believe Jade would do this at all i'm so. sorry not only is she doing like illicit zombie retrieval missions bringing zombies into her community which i have to think is just like the biggest no-no she's in... involving her daughter in it in then she's like yeah way. oh sweetie it's, <laughs> it's great that you're here just stand over here and uh let me put up these really fragile straps on this <laughs> on this zombie like she, uh, everything goes wrong but also it's just like a massive series of terrible decisions Right, right. So this this just troubled me in, incredibly. Um, and in the twenty two timeline, probably the most the weirdest thing that we've seen um, happens in this, which is or is revealed in this. And you know, uh, there's this whole bizarre thing um, where Albert's like locked up, and um, he uh, like because of the the fact that on hell has died and he sees this like weird hole in the wall and and there's an exact double of himself so hey bro uh yeah. the the performance that Lance Reddick is putting into Bert is nothing it's, I've ever seen yeah. from this guy before and it's I love great. it it's great it's really fantastic um and you know if you like Lance Reddick there's just so much more of him in there's this so much it. more and more and to it, come <laughs> And it's almost like there's uh like he's doing some kind of a you know, an audition role with each character, which is kind of amazing. And I, I really like I know it's ridiculous, but I thoroughly enjoyed uh, performance. Yeah. I don't know how many actors <laughs> I would love to watch being triplets or clones of themselves, but I now know that Lance Reddick is one of them. Uh yeah. and it was a lot of fun. Um he doesn't have to act against himself too often, but it does happen. Um and it's just a lot of fun i mean i was thinking why didn't they just cast him as orphan black i thought that would have been amazing <laughs> uh yeah we also have a scene here which was the first time i wrote down in my notes for the 2022 plot this is how the zombie outbreak begins and it was when on body starts to just kind of like fall apart yeah uh, i was like this is it and then no it's not yeah. Uh, this happens four times and that mm -hmm. also gave me a sense of general fatigue yeah not no because I, I we were told at the beginning on the first episode that jade was there when it started um mm -hmm. uh spoiler alert she's not there at the oh. end of the season 
And has it started? Still not really. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. And it's kind of like, I thought the same thing. I was like, we're going to have a a big scene that does that big reveal, right? Nope. Just a, a day zero zombie outbreak. Like, we don't right. get it. Nope. We get a lot of teases. And that is... Um, that exhausted me by the end of this season, um, which is why, again, I prefer the 2036 where they're a little more straightforward, but, and maybe predictable in, in some ways, but it's still a lot of fun. Um, and we get into that fun here in episode seven. Um, and actually seven, seven is a good episode because here we meet the rest of the Wesker triplets and Wesker Papa, um, who is blade. Like it's, it's I like, know he's totally he's he's kind of a combo of Blade and Morpheus, but he's definitely he's definitely channeling Blade. He's got the, the ankle length leather. He's got the oh. sunglasses and more hair than Lance Reddick has maybe ever had in his professional career. Mm. Yep. No, it's uh, pretty good. And he's fast. He's fast like Blade. So I, I was like, what? are they just combining two properties here? I'm, I'm here for it. That would be fine. Uh, and we meet Al who is, I think, Albert. We meet Bert again, and we meet Albie, who mm-hmm. is not long for this world. No, he is not. Or Albie. Um, and, you know, I did love the, I loved the whole, like, idea that he he had, Wesker had cloned himself and was using himself to do all this research on things. I thought that was kind of amazing. Um, I loved his interactions with himself, um, and specifically with the Blade, the Blade sort of persona of himself with that mm-hmm. was awesome um you know and then they do a nice job of teeing this up so that when we see you know we have alan burt talking through the wall and as it turns out um you know burt's been in there for a really really long time and you know albert has been out in the world living his life and there's this like really sad interaction between the two where albert's like yeah so i've actually been, been living my best life or at least a better life than this and yeah and bert is like oh <laughs> like it's like a really sad thing but but a good scene between them bert um, is just this childlike sort of persona that it doesn't also doesn't seem like it gets him down too badly he's like yeah this is this is where i live it's for my own good uh he doesn't you know he's not like crushed by the news that he's been in jail for 17 years uh for no reason yeah um but he's also been used to do you know he's continued his work for evelyn and it turns out that that's ultimately where evelyn has been um getting some of the tweaks to the joy formula so like weirdly it's been like coming out of the same mind but just a different sort of take on things um yeah the yeah the fact that she walks into that lab where we had the clones is is pretty wild yeah um so she's she's known about their origins this whole time yeah Um, i do love it though the reveal when she walks in the lab and she's like what have you been doing like she is evelyn is such a great bad guy yeah um and she's really this is such a fantastic scene and she immediately she immediately is like how can i use this to my advantage you know it's so so, such an interesting choice that in this episode later in this episode they actually reveal her fate in 2036 Mm -hmm. and it's not as the big bad um and i thought that was another sort of unexpected twist for me so that this show does manage to serve up some unpredictable twists which i thought was pretty cool uh because the way that 
Billy is manipulating her mm-hmm. is to me unique. I haven't seen that before. No. And, and, you know, I think that that was definitely, I, I think a shock to me. Um, I was definitely taken aback by that. And I said, wait, what? And I actually, re- <laughs> I actually had to like go back and watch it again. Cause I was like, okay, this is really strange. Um, and it put a, no- a new twist on even the interactions between Evelyn and the head of the university and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, so that was kind of cool. Um, and I liked that they yeah. had that reveal. And it's such um, a reversal of her. Remember excitedly talking to Albert about mind control and how she would be the one pulling the strings yep. and telling people like not to contribute to climate change and she's going to change the world. But and, and like how, how ironic and poetic that it's actually not her uh, and she's just another person under control by the end. I mean, that, that was, that was an interesting idea. I, that's kind of where my uh, appreciation of it ends in a way. I feel like, I feel like the woman playing Billy in this, in these scenes where um, Jade throws her cologne in that, in that meeting and and then uh, thousands of zombies come there are some scenes of like Billy and Jade holding hands and they're trying to like get us to remember that these two actually liked each other at some point. Um, but it's just like building up to Billy's remembering, I guess that she has these killer drones that can really take care of this. No problem. I don't know. Yeah, like, and, I actually, it's weird. and I actually, it was weird, but I kind of liked it because it just shows what a formidable enemy Billy is and what, what she's become and how far removed it is from the relationship of them as sisters. Um, and, you know, from the point where it's revealed that she actually is the puppet master to the point where it's like, okay, well, you have your, your crazy clone. Well, I have this. And, um, you know, I, I agree. I thought it was a little choppy in how they revealed that because she seems a little like, she's like, oh no, what's going to happen? And then yeah. suddenly it's like, oh, by the way. She I goes from terrified for her life to smiling with her with her ipad or whatever right it's just it felt like uh okay Uh, i feel like you would have remembered that because they've shown these drones in like every interstitial cut uh so i think we all know that they are they're around Uh, anyway and that's even in the next episode but in this one we just get the uh the the university turning jade over to umbrella which i was like yes hell yes you should do that she well also they were like i mean come on they were on the verge of kicking her out anyway as they should because she put everybody in danger so yeah it's sort of it was a weird thing to me to have um the head of the university is it yakim go and talk to yakim go and talk to um evelyn quote um and basically be like oh we're not going to do this or um being so defensive and so protective of jade when like jade has put everything at risk here and um you know i would be like yeah you can have her (laughs) um but yeah that was that was a little strange but in any case they have this whole sort of build up to them handing her over and she keeps saying like mysterious things like um like so she keeps she tells him that he needs to like hit the button um she also has this um she this is what really confuses me this whole thing she has this whole conversation with b and much like her dad much like her dad has done she tells her to go and get 
a duffel bag and get her dad and go. And if he won't go, to go by herself. Then, and this is jumping into the next episode, seems really surprised that B has done that. Yeah. No, that right? was... am I am I did I miss something drastic? Nope. That, I think he I think he got it there. Uh she makes a really another really bad decision. Just yeah. but that but at this point she's made so many that you're not surprised anymore. Right. Um so that's in twenty thirty six. I do want to talk a little bit about the the twenty twenty two timeline, which is the you know, we now know that the clones exist. We know that the original Wesker was like okay i'm gonna kill all my clones but then get stopped because evelyn and them have kind of just just discovered all this so instead he eventually gets taken out um uh but in this episode bert has like found out that albert has been living this whole life um asks him specifically about the fact you know and, and albert's like oh i have a family i have all this i have my daughters and um bert like this is what's interesting to me because Bert clearly had the capability of getting out all this time. It didn't take that much. Um, he just casually kills the guards and gets out. Yeah. Um, and then I do think that this whole acting, all this stuff between him and Billy and Jade is hilarious. Like Bert shows up at the school. Um, he <laughs> doesn't know who they are or whatever. So he's just like <laughs> the horn. Like there's this whole, whole great performance. And then um, I will say that the Olive Garden scene with him and the girls is amazing. Do you feel like was, this has to be product placement, right? But it doesn't actually paint. It, it It's not like a positive scene. And I feel like no. when you usually get product placement, I feel like the the sponsor usually has all kinds of writers, don't they? Remember when Hyundai had like all these writers about how they couldn't run over people with their cars in The Walking Dead? Yeah. Um, or the car couldn't get into a wreck either. But yep. Olive Garden, Bert goes on and on about the unlimited breadsticks and then how there are actually limits because they can't get one basket for all three of them. And then he throws the basket at the server. And I'm just like, do you think Olive Garden's cool with this? I don't know. It felt yeah, a little yeah, bit weird. I was, I was thinking the same thing. However, it made for a completely hilarious scene. It was because it's Bert also. And yeah. it, like, this is no longer Lance Reddick. This is no longer Albert. This is a whole right. different person. And even when Lance Reddick is playing Albert, it still feels like a few other Lance Reddick characters that I've seen. Yep. Bert is nobody I've seen before. Uh, right. And it, and that's what makes it so amazing. And I love it. Uh, I thought it was just so good. Um and I would like to see more of this kind of acting. Honestly, it's just it shows what a range that Lance Frederick has. And I thought that this was awesome. And I also like how the interactions with the daughters and they're like, what is happening to our yeah. father? And like, I was glad the, that they, it didn't take him too long to catch on. No, no. Um, but, you know, OK, think about it from their point of view. Like maybe dad's had like a mental breakdown. Maybe dad's they did something to him when he was like under control of umbrella right there's like so many possible scenarios but not my dad's a clone and he comes right out and tells right? him about it too which is funny yeah. like he yeah. just comes right out um and then he has a pretty cool little fight scene too where he's yeah. trying to fight off the umbrella security guys uh can't beat roth roth is apparently uh, more than a match for even uh clone jitsu over here yeah. um and then they all get taken in i think yeah, they they do also reveal the massive crocodile at the end of this episode. Yeah. Um, um, so in episode eight is revelations. 
uh, and we have a, f- a flashback actually to when Amrita's alive. It's not. It's like a inter- It's like an intermediate flashback. It's twenty thirty. Jade and Amrita are looking at an infected lizard and have figured out a way to put it to sleep as a zombie. Um, I don't know. This is how they're attempting to explain how they got to this crocodile. I'm glad that they put in the work to try and explain how they got a giant zombie crocodile. It still doesn't really do it for me. They show that they have the technology to put a tiny lizard to sleep. Um, They do not show how they were ever able to put the technology onto this giant crocodile. Right. And I think it also explains like because she makes this comment that this thing is more of her sister's bag. So there that also kind of explains a little bit of how Evelyn became this sort of weird part of herself or whatever. This yeah. sort of puppet. So kind of suggests though that Jade has seen Billy work on science right. stuff outside of high school. Uh, right. Billy also suggested the last time she saw Jade was when she was 18. Um, if they're 14 in 2022, well, how old are they in 2036? HA, can you do that math real quick? This is the algebra. If somebody was like, whatever, oh, it's 14 um, years, so they're 28. Yeah. Uh, so it's been 10 years since they've seen each other. You know, it was revealed in the in the whole confrontation when you know when Billy was saying how she was sick and how their dad died and all that weird stuff that the last time she had seen her, she was like pregnant and she says, Oh, I lost the baby. So it's like clearly that she wants to hide the fact that she had this kid. Um, and you know, I'd probably hide that from Billy too. Cause Billy seems psycho. Yeah. Um, Billy does seem psycho. And, and by the end of this episode, very psycho because yeah. Um, this is although a pretty cool set piece with the umbrella camp getting overrun by the thousands and thousands of zombies feeling yep. pretty good about it. I feel like Jade has some misgivings about what she's done. Uh, when Billy's like, whatever you've done, stop it. And Jade's like, oh, I can't, that's, this is it now. This is, this is what's going to happen. I'm kind of curious about how these zombies are all trying to run toward the source of the smell, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, uh doesn't necessarily mean that they have to attack things in their way maybe it does but jade certainly can maybe it's because she has the counter spray on that she can she run past the them spray on and they're ignoring her so yeah. i think she does um but okay but this comes to the big plot hole because if this was the plan all on why on earth did she tell b to leave the ship yep that's right? a it's a big big question uh B certainly has left the ship by the time that Jade manages to get back on it. And then they, <laughs> she and Arjun have to leave the ship again um, after going to some lengths, like, you know, climbing a rope up the back of the freighter, et cetera. Uh, and then releasing the crocodile before she knows where her daughter is. Uh, also launching the crocodile was uh, analogous to launching a nuclear missile, which I thought was yeah. pretty funny. Yeah, that was funny. Launch the crocodile. Sorry. Yeah, and the the crocodile effects are pretty good. It's uh, you know, it it wrecks a lot of things. Um, I'm a kind of little cred- incredulous that Billy managed to escape the first time it came on land because she was right there, or it looked like she was. But then a couple scenes later, she's running away with her last soldier who he, she hasn't shot. Yep. It was a weird little mini mini cut. In the uh, in that scene where she starts to shoot at the um, umbrella soldiers as well as the zombies, where yeah. an umbrella soldier stops shooting at zombies and starts to walk toward her, I think the scene is so short that you know, they only take like two steps, and then yeah. in the next cut, 
every everybody's dead. But I feel like they'd done a reshoot or something there where they were thinking one soldier will try to stop her and she will kill him or maybe that's the soldier who she was running away with later i just noticed that as like a bit of a weird glitch change i agree i was like i I wasn't sure what they were trying to do with that it just looked like a mistake um but not a super noticeable one but i went back and watched it a couple times (laughs) it's like what what happened to that guy uh it looked like he was just dead because they did a top-down shot where everybody was dead but then she's running with a guy um Mm -hmm. a few seconds later I don't know. Maybe they just come out like stormtroopers. They just keep, uh, you know, propagating. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, I think that this is kind of where I was just a little frustrated, which is that we now they, they sort of reveal a lot of things in this episode in the 2022 timeline, which, um, you know, brings us. I mean, I think it was supposed to bring us full circle. And um, basically, Bert is, you know, being held captive. Um, no, not sorry. Albert. Uh, Albert is being held captive um, by Evelyn. And um, she admits that Bert has been working on all this stuff with Joy and that if he doesn't help her, um, she's going to torture him because, you know, it, it's we know that the blood of one of the girls has been or both of the girls has been keeping him going because he's a clone. And I guess he it, there's a lot of problems with that. Um, and, you know, so there that that's kind of where he is. Um, then we have um, Jade and Billy basically like, hey, we're going to we're going to get out of Dodge and they're caught. And there's this whole like kind of weird fight thing. And this is this is the first time it's almost like like really public because Billy's been having a couple of hallucinations. She had a pretty big one in the house when Roth is like telling them to get their things. Um, and we, you know, we do, they have that sort of like crazy music. She's like rocking. And um, so we know something is going to happen. And I was expecting a lot more out of this. I thought she was going to totally take out Roth actually yeah um, he kind of she charges at him a few times as like a quarter zombie and he beats her very easily both times yeah Uh, this was another point where i was like oh billy is going to be how the zombie outbreak begins and it turns out no again and in the last episode my this is how the uh, zombie outbreak begins was diana is on joy and she's acting super crazy and that was also not the way that the zombie outbreak began but that is what got simon to fully join the jade and billy team Right. Um, but th- which is how he ends up getting killed. Uh, okay. but- and I also think that they they totally telegraphed the fact that that was going to happen. Just the fact that he never showed up probably. in the future. Well, that but also there's like these like really these moments where, you know, these are, you know, Jaden and Simon have been sort of doing this, you know, dance of like, oh, I'm going to insult you and I'm going to do this. And oh, why are you so mean to me? But you still like it and all that, you know, that whole thing back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um and then at one point he's just like very tender with her. And I'm like, Oh, Simon, you are totally going to die. Um, and so, you know, there's that. Um, I did think that the scenes with him, his mom, um, who is totally like, she's basically creating the whole meal that they had done the night before. She's really out of it. She's just incredibly weird. And, and I, I felt like that was very effective in bringing him over to their way of thinking. Cause um, Diana has been, 
And she like, yeah, our first scene with her, she was super mad, right? And every scene since she's been understanding. And it kind of is a whole man moment where you're just like, oh my God, she's been getting right. drugged and manipulated ever since that first scene. Uh right. and, it's kind and, of you know, and Jade needs his help because she needs to get her sister away from Umbrella. She knows they have her and she's terrified of what they're doing to her. I think she's also scared about what she saw like Billy do, but like she she's just like okay we just get it we can't let her be there they're gonna hurt her and you know they saw the stuff like it was revealed that their dad was um using their blood to survive which disgusted both of them and was terrifying to both of them um and so you know but she saw that the torture that they put her father through so i think by the end they were fine with the whole blood thing in a way yeah, but not until Bert sort of talks to Billy and convinces her to like <laughs> he has like this great again, Lance Reddick does such a great job, but like he has this whole speech with Billy where um he's basically like, Yeah, he, he didn't do great things and you know, these were mistakes and yeah, I get it, but you know Could have been worse. <laughs> it could have been a lot worse and he let you have life, he let you go to school and all this other stuff, and it's like but man, he does such a good job in this in this role in this character. It just was a joy to watch, and I and I wanted more of it. And I'll admit to you, I was pretty happy that Bert survives this whole thing. Um, but it did confuse me about that gap that we heard about, where like about the dad, right? Yeah. So, so there's this whole thing where it's like he's gonna sacrifice himself for his daughters, um, and so we think that happens. It, it is done off camera, so I guess there's a possibility that it didn't happen. I mean, um, the flames go over him in the shot. So you, but yeah, you don't see him like shrivel up and die. Sure. But, but, you know, leading up to all this is like this whole kind of crazy, like final confrontation between Bert, Albert, Billy, Jade, Simon, Evelyn. Um, and, you know, like Billy not only attacks jade she also attacks simon and simon immediately is gonna be infected and i gotta say evelyn is a cold cold person because she just like takes him out no problem even roth looks a little bit uh, upset when that happens (laughs) yeah and like um that sort of is we we know that that's a huge thing um the other thing that i you know and this was just one of these other sort of before before they get reunited with billy and they're like you know, Evelyn's doing this whole sort of like sales show on on Billy that, you know, she's been infected with this thing and she's the only person can help her. Like, why on earth would they have injected her with adrenaline? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. Um, and, and not tell her what it is, too. So she can just get even more freaked out. But that seemed I thought they were going to inject her with more of the virus or something. But no, it's adrenaline. And of course, she wigs out. Um, but. I, you know, here you see the sort of building blocks for Billy thinking that, well, this is where I thought they were going, like, where Billy thinking that Umbrella can help her with whatever's going on with her. But that's not even what happens here because she gets away. And I mean, would you ever trust Evelyn again after that incident where they like basically are locking her up and pumping her with adrenaline and doing crazy things probably not yeah that's one of the more frustrating parts about the end of this season um is that you don't have any reason yeah exactly there's no reason for her to go back to umbrella there's no reason for her to be an evil scientist for them uh jade is kind of on her course that's pretty clear she's gonna go and just Mm -hmm. screw with stuff and be uh, flying the ointment because that's kind of what she's been the entire time 
Billy has just kind of been wishy-washy. So I don't feel like we have a great sense still for her. And uh, yeah, like that's, that's one of the big problems with the ending for 2022 for sure. We also have had scenes of a uh, Vecna in a jar in a back to tank. Um, We saw that. And I think in the last episode where Evelyn's telling Bert, like, I need you to help me with this project. This is the project. It's Vecna. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, wow! I you mean, didn't I, know I, there was a tie-in, did you? I mean, no, definitely did not anticipate that. I, I assume this is Evelyn's dad. Isn't that what he looked like? Yeah, that's what I thought it was too. Is was it him or a different doctor with umbrella from the movie who ends up looking like that? I don't know, but my it's my uh, Resident Evil knowledge is poor at best. But Vecna wakes up and starts banging on the glass at some point during all this action. And then his hand comes out of the rubble. And that might be how the zombie outbreak begins. It but might still, be, but we don't know. But we, we never really know. find out. And I thought, you know, when Simon got bent, I was like, that's going to be how it is. But yes, no. no. Um, and uh, giant, yeah. giant zombie crocodile, though, loves B. So yeah. B uh, is an interesting question mark for the end of the show. Billy, of course, has shot her sister and taken B. Arjun is bleeding out on the shore. I don't know how the how any of this is going to get resolved, other than yep. the fact that Jade appears to be able to stand up, despite um, even her though she belly was shot. yeah, even though she was shot through all of her stomach muscles. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so then- it's a bit of a it's like there are elements of strength, but a lot of weaknesses in the in the end of this show, and just a lot of questions. And not well, enough to really drive you back into it if they yeah, do a I mean, season two. There was one, you know, kind of hint that, you know, the dad, like Albert, before he, he sacrifices himself, gives them a name. Um, Ada Wong. Ada Wong. Um, and he also tells Bert that he need, he deserves to have a life, even though he knows Bert is psycho. So I thought that was weird. But yeah. um, so there's, I mean, obviously, I think they're leaving open-ended things so that people can... Um, you know, so that there leaves an opening for season two, but I don't know that I, I don't know. It doesn't, it feels like they should have tied it up a little bit more neatly with a couple of open, open-ended stories. But to me, it was just not, it wasn't as tight as the beginning. And so, you know, as I said, I get some of the criticism, but overall, I just really enjoyed it. And um, I guess we, you know, we have the whole cliffhanger where, where Billy has B um and and jade is gonna be trying to get her back i'm sure it's gonna be very much a kill bill scenario i suspect if so, they get a second season yeah if they which do, we'll but... see because it's been review bombed so badly i don't know um interesting final note for me is that the actors who play both young jade and 2036 jade both english hmm. their accents were impeccable they were really good so Oh. Bravo, Ta- Tamara Smart, and other lady whose name is Belinska. Ella Belinska. Fantastic stuff. Um, yeah, I, I you know, slightly disappointed in this show, but it was it was still entertaining. I wish I hadn't had to watch it all in one week. <laughs> I could have I could have watched it in over over more time. But also I'm kind of glad that we're done with it and we can move on to something else. Yeah, which was the purpose. Um, and so I, you know, um, and it, this, as far as I know, this has not been renewed, but there's been a few different speculation about 
the whole thing about Ada Wan and all this other stuff. So it feels like possibly it will be. Um, I agree with you. I don't know about it because of the review bomb and it wouldn't be the first time that, um, you know, um, that, that they didn't get a second season, but they're still announcing like potential things. Um, you know, uh, like, like, so I, it's kind of interesting that that's kind of how it goes these days. I would imagine um, that Netflix will pay more attention to their own numbers than any review, yeah. but the reviews could be affecting people being willing to go watch it. Yeah. Um, you it's know, still in the top 10 as of today. And, and, you know, it did like at first, it like totally knocked Stranger Things off. So I think, you know, I could see them doing this and they have a whole vision and they've been saying and they've been like teasing this stuff up. So it wouldn't shock me that they go forward with this. Um, so, you know, we'll have to see, um, you know, they, they, they've they been out there kind of like, if we're lucky enough to get this season, these are the things that could happen. So we'll have to wait and see about that. Um, I would definitely still watch it. Um, but I was disappointed in some of the way that they left um, the ending. I did want that scene to show how it actually was the outbreak starting. Um, I think it would have been a lot neater and better if it had actually been Simon who had started it, honestly. Um, but- I just think the, yeah, I think the zombie apocalypse should have started in like season episode two or three. And then the yep. rest of the 2022 storyline should have been how they got out because that was the expectation I was given in episode one yeah and but that, that's when that I, uh, scottish guy yeah. yeah so okay. that you know uh us uh armchair script writers definitely have a have a different take on it but that's what we it's not what we got um so i guess that's that's all we have for resident evil uh we will be taking a little time off from the podcast unfortunately because of work and travel but we will be back in august for more uh, and I'm not sure exactly what that's going to be, but there's a good chance it will be Tales of the Walking Dead or it will be Valley of the Dead, the Netflix movie. Do you agree, AJ? I agree. Wonderful. So we will come back and uh, regale you all with more walking, well, with more zombies uh, and, and then vampires. So yeah. thanks for uh, thanks for coming along for the ride. And if you want to get at us, you can tweet at us at reanimatedpcast. Email is reanimatedpodcast at gmail.com. And our website with the show notes is at reanimatedpodcast.com. So until next time, ciao. And thanks for listening. <laughs>